This is Football CFB, the home of unique football content. I never told you You scared off the vultures I never told you You scared off the ghosts living in my head That lay lonely in the dirt That question I've got for you you've been coaching um in your in your native um in Finland at the moment you are someone who who has got the highest coaching qualifications is that something that you want to get back into and would you like to come back to the UK one day yes yes uh, I've uh, I managed to go to get on on the license and uh, I've done over over in uh, my A license. I've done in in UK, uh, in England, and B, uh, pro license uh, sort of B B and A. I've done in uh, in England, and my pro license I've done over in uh, in Scotland. And uh, like you said, I came here. I came here. I had three three and a half years here as a as a manager. Managed to keep two two teams in the in the Premier League, avoid the relegations, and uh, won promotion from Championship to the Premier League here. So that's that's what I've done so far. And uh, uh, the question uh, would I like to to come back to UK? My answer is yes. And basically, the UK is is the place where I feel home. And I spent most of my career over there. As you know, I've been up and down the countries, different clubs, different areas of the country, even in the Scotland. So I know the place well, and uh, I know the football, and I know what uh, what he, the demand is he, got. You know. In terms of your playing career, you started playing um, in Finland, of course, and. One of the spells I want to ask you about in particular is the spell that you had at Helsinki because you win trophies there. Um, you, you win the league, you win the Cups. How important was that for you? Because winning trophies, I imagine, gives you so much motivation as a footballer. Uh, it was a huge, to be honest. you know, and uh, I think it's important to understand first and foremost uh, what you want and uh, how how you're going to achieve and you know I, I think listen everybody dreams trophies and then playing Champions League and all this but there is a route or road you have to go through and, and the routine you have to get on with and uh, in Helsinki like you said uh, I came here and uh, you know I've got told it's very difficult because I wasn't I wasn't local guy and all these kind of things, you know. But uh, through the hard work, I managed to first and foremost secure my place in the starting eleven, and uh, and then, uh, like you said, we won the league in the first year when I came here. And the thing is, was the the season before they was fighting for uh, they had the playoffs to stay in a, in a, in the league. And I awarded it on the contract with the club, and we agreed if if they go down, then I have the right to to terminate the contract. But they stayed up. We came in. We had a new team. We won the league, 
and the season after after uh, we qualified for Champions League and he was first club ever and he's still first club ever to qualify for Champions League group stage in that 1998 so we played uh, Champions League and to be honest you know yeah, you always felt nervous and stuff I used to feel nervous especially in a big game big occasion but after that first Champions League game, you know, the music he plays and stuff, you know, but that's what I feel, you know, no pressure, no nervous anymore, you know. And, um, you know, that that was huge. And like you said, I won the, I was player of, uh, players, player of the year. I won the uh, top scorer. I won everything basically you can win in, in, um, in football, I went over here in in Finland, and um, and that's what uh, was the time to move on. It was time to move on. You arrive at Stockport County. You initially yes. are playing lots of games at Stockport County, and then there's a change of manager, which leads to you playing less games. But despite that, there's lots of interest in you. How do you resp- uh, reflect on the time at Stockport? It was. It was a great time. It was a great time and it was exactly what I needed, you know, because, you know, uh, coming from Finland to, to championship, it was a huge difference, you know, in every aspect. And uh, that's what I needed. I, I've, got, I've got to the club where I was playing every week. And uh, basically, uh, I had a chance. I had a chance... Uh, before the manager changed or basically uh, it was like I played there the manager left on Sunday I had a phone call on Monday from Blackburn you know and Blackburn was that time in the Premier League with uh, uh, and the manager was Graham Sooners and uh, the new manager came in and uh, you know, it was this and that, and it was a big fight, and they just basically stopped me going. And then, uh, then I played a few games, and then uh, I went to Sheffield Wednesday. So if everything was gone to the plan, how we was when I signed the contract? Because I don't know whether you know or not, but before I went to Stockport, I went to Wolves. I was there for a couple of days. Because uh, Wolverhampton been uh, watched me a couple of occasions in Finland, and I think those two games they came to watch. I scored five goals, I think. In uh, one I scored two, another one I scored hat trick, and they wanted me over. I went there over, and basically they offered me a contract. But the agent I had in in that time, you know, he messed up. It, Really, you know, and uh, I ended up coming back, coming back to Finland, and then week after, week after, uh, I got a phone call from Stockport, and I went to Stockport. And when I went to Stockport, they actually promised me, listen, if you come here, I know you've been at Wolves. If you come here, we're a small club. If we stayed up, if we stay up, and the bigger cl- clubs come uh, come for you, you we will not stop you, and all this, you know, agreements. You know, we didn't have any paper, but uh, that's that's how we agreed. And then, um, like I said, uh, then the the Blackburn uh, move 
move didn't happen. So I was pretty disappointed, but uh, I moved to Sheffield Wednesday and uh, that's how, how things started. You joined Sheffield Wednesday and one of the things I've got to ask you about is playing in those Steel City derbies because you've scored in those games. Just what are they like? Uh, you know, basically, I, I used to love those those games, you know. And uh, like I said, after I played that uh, that Premier, uh, Champions, Champions League, you know, the feeling you get and the, the motivation and... Uh, the, the belief you get, you know, to play in highest, highest stage, you know that. And both those derbies when they came around, I, I used to love them, you know. I absolutely loved them, and uh, like you said, I always, most of the derbies used to score, you know. And uh, these are the games when I always think about the fans as well. And these are the games the most important games are for the fans, the derby games, and. You know, the, 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 when the season, before the season starts and the, and the games comes up, you know, the, those are the games where all the fans and everybody looks them first and foremost. They are massive games. And for you, your time at Sheffield Wednesday was was an interesting one. You were there for just around the season. Um, you, you were scoring goals. You were enjoying your, your football. But you get the opportunity to go to Ipswich and that was a very good spell for you, both on loan and permanent. Um, it was, uh, like you said, uh, Sheffield Wednesday, I loved it. The crowd are, are huge and is a huge club, you know, and I think people, you know, they, most of them, you know, they don't notice that, what a massive club is. But I always felt... Sheffield Wednesday, it was the right club, but the wrong time for me. And I basically went there where everybody, everything was really tough. They were financially really in a, in a tough situation. It was, uh, I think, two years uh, when they came down from Premier League. They have still some big players there in the big wages. There's some of them gone, but they still had. So financially, it was a really tough situation. And the move basically came from uh, from Sheffield went to Ipswich. He was uh, the assistant manager. Uh, he was it was at Sheffield Wednesday. Willie Donicky, uh, Joe Royal got the job at Ipswich, and Willie and Joe used to work together for many many years, Man City and everywhere, you know, and. He went to Sheffield uh, to Ipswich from Sheffield, and then two days after he phoned me, he said, uh, "Will you come over here on loan?" And uh, then, basically, that's that's what happened, you know. At, at Ipswich, you were playing alongside Darren Bent. You were scoring goals. You were the club's leading scorer. Just what was that spell like? Because you were playing alongside someone who, like yourself, went on to be an international footballer. Well, Ipswich, you know, uh, Ipswich felt home. You know, uh, I always remember we, because, like I said, we uh, we agreed to go to uh, Ipswich, and Willie Donicky, the assistant manager, he he was uh, at. Uh, from Manchester as well, because when I was Sheffield, you know, uh, me and Willie Donicky, the assistant manager, we both lived in Manchester. I had a house there, so when I moved to 
I was driving to Sheffield, you know, and we used to travel away games lots of time together. So I signed for Ipswich. Willie picked me up on Saturday morning, and we uh, all the agreement and everything we done on on a Friday. So uh, Willie said that I'll pick you in the morning, and we got straight to the game. We played my first game at Ipswich for Ipswich was at at uh, Watford. So Willie picked me in the morning and uh, Saturday morning, and then we drive down to uh, Watford and we met the players at the hotel on the pre-match. And uh, I always remember that uh, Joe said to me, listen, son, he said, you're going to be on the bench in the first half. Just have a look a little bit how we play and what we do, because I wasn't even training. Like I said, we agreed to f- everything on a Friday. And then, uh, then you know, uh, Saturday that was the game. So he said, have a look, at, watch, watch the game from the bench. You're coming on in the second half. I said, okay, that's fine. So I watched the game. Everything was done. And uh, I watched the game first half. We were 1-0 down half time, And uh, a few minutes before the half time, uh, they told me to go and warm up, get ready for the, for the second half. So I came on. And I always remember, I think first touch, I scored, I scored the goal. And uh, that's how we started. And then, uh, then Jimmy Jilton scored the second one. So we won 2-1. And then we went seven games. We won seven games on a track, on a spin. And uh, playing with Darren Bent, it was, it was like basically a dream, you know, because uh, we were, I was the one who was, you know, we used to so, score so many simple goals. From the goal kick, I win the header, uh, bent his through and one and one with the keeper and he scores, you know. And he was skinny. He was a young boy. He was skinny young boy. He was fast. And basically, it was it was a it was a good finisher, you know. So you, you could you could see straight away he's he's going to have a great career. A positive spell at Ipswich. Interest comes in from, from from Blackburn. You get that chance to go to the Premier League. Was that like a dream come true? Yes, yes. And, uh, you know, like I said, I always said I was there uh, two and a half years. Well, two seasons in uh, Ipswich. And we both finished in the playoffs. We both times we finished uh, finished uh, first first season we finished when I went there finished sixth we lost against West Ham in the playoffs and then the West Ham lost the final final and then the second season we finished third and we two games to go we lost we lost against Leeds we drew and Wigan Wigan won so you know. We were close. We were top top of the league for a long, long time, and then we missed the chance to go automatic promotion. And then second year again, West Ham beat us, and then they went where they won the playoffs and went got promoted. And I always said, if we got promoted with Ipswich, I would probably never moved away from Ipswich. But because of the, and I always remember the the chairman was the David Sheepshanks, and uh, he called me to to the office because my contract was finished, 
and he said, listen, listen, son, he said, uh, I know everybody's dream is to play in the Premier League. We want to be there as a club there too. He said, we cannot offer you that opportunity right now. But he said, I don't want to stop you because we've been there. I know what it is to play in the Premier League. And like you said, everybody's dream is to play there. He said, but if you don't sign for a Premier League club, please do not do anything before you talk to me because I'm ready to do something which I never done before with the players and, and to keep you here. So that was a huge feeling for me. And like I said, you know, I always felt the the connection and everything I got with the fans and, and with the people in, in, in general in, in Ipswich, I felt home. And, you know, it was it was uh, not easy, even though you know I went to Premier League. It was not easy to leave that club, and uh, I signed I signed again a couple of years after uh, signed for Blackburn. And um, you know, like I said, it was it was a dream come true. What was it like working under Mark Hughes as a manager, and how do you reflect on your time at Blackburn? Uh, I think. I think I, I I done I done well, you know. My first season in the Premier League, I think I scored seven or eight goals. I was playing quite regular, and the only thing it was like I always remember uh, we we played with uh, we had the Bellamy's uh, Craig Bellamy at team in a team, and it was it was really really pleasure to play with him. You know, it was again like a little bit bent, it was so quick. But he was like quite hard working guy as well. And we signed we signed in January. January we signed Cinema Pongo from Liverpool on loan. And when he came, I wasn't like starting as many games I started before. And my uh, my time was a little bit limited. But I always felt, you know, if if I played like I, I played before January, I will easy easy get, get double figures. On the goals, but uh, it was it was a good time. And uh, Mark Sparky was like, I think his present talks talks a lot about himself. You know, he was very quiet, very honest. You know, uh, he was always there if you needed to go and talk to him. And he was always used to say, you know, the door is open for me. Whoever wants to come and see me, they're all welcome. He didn't talk a lot. You know, but he was there, and when basically when he walks through the door, you get that feeling, you know, because obviously the clubs he played for and 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 stuff, you know, he was just just amazing, you know. One of the questions that I'm really interested to ask you is when you're coming to to leaving Blackburn, Gordon Strachan was very interested in signing you for Celtic. How close was that deal? I think I think it was close to be honest. That time, that time I had uh, I had you know my the, the phone call and I got told you know this this is the situation, and I also had a had a with uh, Everton, you know the the interest after that first season uh, and Blackburn and. Um, you know, he came. He came to the situation where, you know, I had to make the decision, and then in the end, you know, the, uh, 
uh, Crystal Palace came in as well. And, you know, they, they wanted to get back to the Premier League, you know, and like you said, Chelsea was, was you know, if I had a chance, if, if everything's won, got to the place and then stuff, you know, I, I would basically, I would I would gone to, to Celtic. But then in the end, uh, just, you know, you never know how far or close it is. And, you know, I, like, you know, I've been up and down the country and, and so many times I, were, I was close to different different stuff deals but I learned that till till it's done it was never never close I think that's how I see <laughs> you mentioned Crystal Palace you you joined the club um it was an interesting move for you because as you say they were desperate to get back to the Premier League Simon Jordan was in charge of the club what was it like playing for yes. Palace Palace we have I, I think I think we had a decent team we really have a good team but it's just like um, looking now, I think we had a little bit, maybe too many egos guys, you know, there, too many players where they all had to play, and they just like the, the, the atmosphere, the spirit. I don't think it was the the one you, you know, those teams who I've been in a different teams, you know, and. I think when you start winning, when you try to get somewhere, you have to get that kind of feeling, that banter inside the team. And I just, I just never felt that we had in a Crystal Palace. When you look at the squad, we had, I think, we had a really, really good squad. But it's just that banter and the atmosphere. I just don't think it was right at time. And we had the the manager. Uh, Peter Taylor and I always said you know maybe yourself you got some sometimes the, these managers you know you have to have a little bit both sides I think in, in management and he was for me as a person he was the nicest person you can come across very gentleman very nice guy he didn't want to say bad words to anybody he didn't want to hurt anybody you know he's just a nice guy but I think sometimes you have to have that ruthless thing as well, that nastiness. And I'm not mean nasty to be horrible, you know, but to be a little bit tough. And I think I think that time it was a little bit lack of on him as well. Because, you know, when you have these big characters and, and, and egos in your team, you have to have yourself as a manager as well, you know? Absolutely. Um one of the, the, the interesting things that you do, you leave Palace, you go to play in Germany and you end up playing alongside your brother. What was that like? That was always my dream, you know. And the reason I went to Germany, it was my brother. And, uh, you know, I always wanted to play with him before I before I finish, finish the career. And um, he was in England as well, but he just didn't have that luck. Basically, as a, as, a, as a footballer, you know, technically, we talk about technique and, and stuff. As a footballer-wise, I think my brother was, was much better than me. You know, he was tall, taller than me. He was technically, like I said, he was much better than me. But the, the mentality, I think I had a little bit different than him. And basically, he, he, he came quite young, I think, in, in England. 
and uh, I came, I was 23 when I moved, but he came 18, I think. He signed for Birmingham, and Birmingham was a uh, Premier League that time. And uh, he, you know, he had a couple of bad injuries as well, so it looked like then he went to Germany. So it looked like he's not he's not coming back to to England and uh, and like I said I wanted to, I wanted to play play my uh, with my brother in some point some stage so then when when he was in uh, second Bundesliga in, in in Germany I went I went to visit him a couple of times and you know like I said we I decided to go there and play with him and you know he's he's something something special you know you must you must say you know to play with your brother and uh, together in the same team and then and it's just uh, it's just a great feeling you know you then come back to the uk you work with brendan rogers at swansea what was it like working with a coach like brendan rogers um I think, like like I said about Bente and then uh, some of the players, you know, you get the feeling these these guys gonna be gonna have a good career. And to be honest, having so many coaches, managers, I knew straight away when he comes through the door, the 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 setup, you know, the the standard he set, you know, for the team, how he was organized, the pitch was like when you go to the training ground. You know, because that time Swansea had a different when he came. They did. They didn't have the training ground that they have now. You know, they have. Uh, we used to go past past training pitches to go to the changing rooms and get changed. When you go drive past there, it was like an airport. You know, everything was set up. Everything was ready for the players. And when we started, it was everything on time. Bang, bang, bang. Not just, oh, just do warm up. We have a drink break, then we go to the next one, then we have another drink break. It was none of, none of that, you know? The standard was was really high. And, and that's, that's you know, you get you get a feeling. And I knew it. And, you know, for him having now that kind of success, you know, I know exactly how how he's having and why he's having because, you know, the demand demand he wants and and like I said, the standard he set first and foremost for himself, you know, and uh, I think I think especially nowadays the players are very clever, you know, they can smell, they can see everything, and I think I think everything comes from your uh, yourself. If you set this high standard, you know, the players will follow. But soon as you get a little bit dip, you know they they will smell you that they they will jump on it straight away. So, but for him having that success, working with him with him a little bit, you know I know exactly what what it takes and why why he's having that success. And for me, doesn't surprise me one one percent. And he's a guy you know I, I I keep in touch with him. I still still talk to him and. You know, there's some of the people, you know, like I, like I said before, I, I admire and, and, you know, I always kept contact with them. The the next question I want to ask you, and please, please take this question the right way. When when you leave Swansea, you were, you were playing in the Championship, you are a club that wants to make the jump to the Premier League. Did you ever expect to return to the Premier League with a club like Newcastle after leaving Swansea? Not, not as if I'm honest. Not as such a club, and I've always been honest. 
you know, Newcastle. And uh, uh, believe me or not, when I was Sheffield Wednesday, uh, sorry, Ipswich, uh, bless him, God bless him, Bobby Robson tried to sign me for Newcastle. And that was a huge club. And when that phone call came, it was it was surprised, but it was a great feeling, and it was something you always dreamed. You know, I mean, I played the played in Newcastle a few times, and it's huge. And those fans, you know, you see on the, on the TV screens in the middle of of the winter with no shirts, support the team, everything. You think, wow! But till you go there, if you're physically there, that's where you get the feeling how much that clubs mean to those supporters. And actually, after I went there, after a couple of months, I felt that, I realized straight away why somebody like Alan Sherry never moved away from me, you know, because he had the opportunity to go to Man United and all these big clubs, but, you know, he stayed there. And uh, and I, I've got that feeling straight away why, why he never moved, because, you know... <laughs> Like I said, the, the feeling and, and the meaning of, of this fan, you know, how much they, they love that club and how much that club means to them. You ha- basically have to be there physically. But that call was, like I said, you know, it was, it was, how can I explain? I basically, uh, we terminated the contract with Swansea because, uh, you know, like I said, Brendan Rogers. He told me, and, and that's for me is very important. You know, yes, that mean, minute when he tells the manager tells you you're not in his plans, it hurts you. But after after a while, it, you feel much better because you know where you stand. Instead of just hanging under there, we terminate because I, I wanted to leave leave all the options open. You know, because it was like a couple of days the transfer window is going to get closed, and then. Then you know you can you can leave you you can give yourself every opportunity and uh, that Newcastle opportunity came and you know like I said it was you know I didn't expect you know that kind of call but when that came up you know I was so excited honestly I felt like like a ten years old kid you know I was buzzing I was like for me. Uh, when we agreed that night, you know, I, thought, I, I spoke with uh, Alan Pardew and he told me, you know, to get on the car next day in the morning and be there. You know, I drove for Swansea, you know, like I couldn't wait to get to get to the next day, you know, to get on the car and, and drive up there, you know. That's incredible. And uh, you, you have a spell there until the end of the season. Then you have two interesting spells next um, in your career. You you play for Oldham Athletic. You have a, a successful time there before then joining Hibernian in Scotland. How do you reflect on those two experiences? Because those two experiences take you to the end of your, your playing career, which was a really, really strong playing career. Well... Like you said, you know, early on about Newcastle, you know, was it that surprise? Uh, yes, in a way, but I think the only thing, you know, I said it came that stage, but the problem, uh, you know, you never know, but uh, I, I felt, you know, uh, no, I felt that I, I stopped a bit too early, 
you know, playing, playing. But, uh, you know, there is certain things, you know, I always, like I said to you before, I always set a standard and put, put the, nobody put pressure on me more than I put on myself. And I felt I stopped a little bit earlier. But it was like because I wanted to do, I wanted to do uh, my next chapter was was I was going, to, I knew I was going to be uh, a coach manager because I started my my license well quite early. The the thing uh, older was there was the manager Paul Dickoff. I played with him uh, alongside him with him at uh, Blackburn, and we go well with with him. And uh, I spoke with him. It was like, come over here, you know. You're gonna play every week. You're gonna do this. You, you know. Maybe one day I will leave. You can. You will have opportunity to take this uh, job. All, all these things we we spoke. And like I said, because I wanted to be a manager, I played Premier League. I played the Championship. I thought I think it's a good good uh, opportunity as well to play League One, just to get the feeling, to know the league, to know the level as well. And that's that's what I went there. And like you said, I had a, I had a, a good spell there, good time. But again, you know, like, it was like, I want more, I want, I want better, you know? And especially being in Newcastle and then go to, to Oldham is huge different, you know? And then the uh, thingy, uh, Hibs came came along. Uh, and as you know, there was a pass flying in the manager. I had a phone calls every day. You know, you come over, you do this. And again, feeling like it's a, it's a Premier League. Yes, in Scotland, but loads of players come from Scotland, come down uh, down south to England. You know, I wanted to see that level as well because of what I wanted to do after, you know, as a manager. Let's go there. And I went there, basically watched the Hibs against Hearts. And it was sold out and, and it was a great atmosphere. I went to visit training ground. It was really good training ground. So I thought, well... Let's let's have a go here as well. And the most disappointing things in my career was was hips. I never got the chance to play. You know, I think I only started one game, one game or two games, and and that that uh, season, that season uh, uh, at hips, that's what makes me make that decision. Because I was so disappointed, I never got played, and you know that—that's what I said earlier. You know, I left Swansea in a really good way because the manager told me, "Listen, you're not in in his plans. You know, you, you need to. You know, you're not going to play here every week. If you want to play every week, then you have to look other options. You know, it felt bad, but after ten minutes, half an hour, when you when you swallow everything down." You think well. That's that's what I want, you know. Hibs was opposite. You come here, you're gonna play. You know, this is the level, and no disrespect to to uh, to the Scottish Premier League, but you know, like I said, you know, I played I played the 
championship and then Premier League all my career and in England and you know and then I couldn't I couldn't play uh, play uh, hips you know and this this was the disappointing things and then I had to think you know do I want this to go through again in this stage of my career being on a bench one or two games I was left it out you know and this this not me and the reason why I have so many clubs it was exactly that because if I wasn't you know like when I was in in a bench you always have that feeling you can have impact in one one uh, some stage of the game and when I was at Blackburn I got left out one game I think or two and that's what I, I made that decision I need to go uh, that's not me you know you're training all week for that Saturday and then if you're not involved on Saturday that's you know for me was I just I didn't want to do that and that's why I, I, I moved the club if, if I have the feeling there is somebody better than me and you know you have to be honest first and foremost with yourself and that's for me was most disappointed uh, in my career was that season I hope last couple of questions before I let you go um, best players you played with and your toughest opponents Uh, best players I played with, uh, there was a couple of, uh, one of course was uh, Nitmanen, I had the pleasure to play with him uh, when he was his, at his peak, you know, he was Barcelona at that time and, and Ajax and stuff, he was, he was a great player, you know, like <clears throat> you always had the feeling he's got two eyes on his back as well how he sees you and you know, everything around him. Uh, and two guys as well, it was obviously, you, you know, Blackburn, we played with him. We called him Maestro. You always, the way he controlled the ball, the way he sees the pass, the, the pass and everything, you know, it was great. And, you know, there the, are the few, few others. Toughest opponent, uh, there must be a couple of uh, playing against Rio it was it was a nightmare uh, because you know not because he, he was good he was good in the air and everything but he also had that pace you know you sometimes you think yeah I, I can he might make some mistakes but the pace he had and everything so he always you know, like uh, covers covers well, and the the one I like to play was like I must say it was John Terry, because you know with him you have to have a fight, you know. And uh, I was like to, like a bit, you know, like I always said, I wasn't the most technical guy in the team. I always knew that, and I I still said many times and I don't have to hide but I knew I knew I can battle with anybody and John Terry was that type of guy he can put the, his, his head where, where most of the players doesn't put their, their feet on and I was I was like that you know every time the ball comes to the box I, you know I want to make sure I want to get the end of that you know but these guys they were tough you know I mean 
another one was Tony Adams. You know, when you when you played against him or Kian, you know you're going to have a battle, and they were just ruthless. So there, there are a few, few, few guys that you know really, and you learn a lot from them, honestly, when you play against them. So we'll dive down to the ocean, and we'll make our home in a deep sea cave, and our shells will all be open. They'll be filled with song. They'll be filled with song. We'll dive down to the ocean, and we'll make our home.